0: Welcome to Aligned and Ambitious Radio. I'm your host, Taylor Slanko, business coach, entrepreneur, dog mom to Marley, and iced coffee obsessed. I help women build businesses that give them total freedom with their time and money without sacrificing the things that are important to them. I was able to scale my business and brand well beyond six figures in sales my first year because I was focused on staying aligned and ambitious. I did things my own way, I wrote my own rules, and I believe your business is your playground. There's no one strategy, one size, or one way to build the business of your dreams. Through this podcast, I'm committed to peeling back the curtain and sharing the behind the scenes of my own business. So we'll talk about everything from mindset, to strategies, to marketing, and of course, how to make more money. I'm so happy you're here. Now let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome back to another episode of Aligned and Ambitious Radio. You guys, I don't have guest for guest experts. Experts, I tried to combine that word there for a second. I don't have guest experts on the show. Very often, but when I do, it's a really big deal and it is the best of the best. So I'm really excited to have Angela Nauman here. I have known her for quite a long time. We've been kind of like cheerleaders in the background and doing some collaborations. And I've been following her journey and I love her message. So she is a coach for female entrepreneurs who are stressed out, not getting their shit done, trying to figure out how to balance life, not being moody. And I love what she does because her approach is super practical and it's very unique to her. Every time I hear this, Angela, I think of you. So I love what you've done with the brand, but her thing is like helping you silence your inner mean girl. And I think that's conversation that we just have to have. So I'm excited to have you (laughs) because we all have that bitch. (laughs) And so we have to, yeah. Thanks so much for being here. Super excited. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. So today, you guys, we're going to talk to you about self-sabotaging and what that looks like and really how it affects everything else. It stalls your growth. It affects your bottom line. It affects so many things. And I love that Angela keeps it real and calls you out, like stop being a fucking asshole to yourself. Like, <laughs> we talk about that all the time. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So why don't you just give us like a little bit of like where where you got started and how you got into the space and a little bit more about you?
1: Okay, well I'm a mom. Uh, I'm a boy mom, so I get to say things like "Don't hit your brother with a lightsaber unless he's holding one too." Then apparently it's okay. And I am a wife of 21 years, uh, a wine expert. <laughs> that means I drink a lot of wine. Um, Let's see, I really the way I got started, it's like so many of us, I you know, it was this long process. My mom got breast cancer. That's where it all began for me, this second half of my life. Like I had my early journeys into entrepreneurship where I studied and do and pursued different businesses. And then I just thought, you know what, I'm gonna just stick with teaching because I'm a I'm an early childhood teacher and elementary teacher. And I thought I'll just stick there, it'd be okay. And then my mom got breast cancer and my sister's like, I found some products for us to use. Let's all get healthy. And at this point, I was like, oh God, here's another network marketing company. I mean, I'll I, be really honest. And I told my husband, okay, I just have to support my sister because right now it's all about, yes, let's get healthy. Being completely aligned with my family and supportive of everything going on with my mom. And so I start using the products and then, you know, like most network marketing products, they work, they do. I love the products and I started working the business thinking and I can get some extra money and I did well. I, I was good at it. And I ended up at this time, I'm at this luncheon, you know, the big white tablecloths, the fancy centerpieces, the speaker on stage, who's making seven figures, the whole thing. I'm sitting next to women who are making 30, 40,000, $20,000 a month. And I'm like, what the hell? They're elementary school teachers two years ago. What is different here? Mm. And it wasn't in a negative place; it was truly like just a curiosity, like how do I be that person and So I went home really realizing you know what I had the actions because they were saying, "Do this, do this, do this, and and I was doing all these actions but i wasn't receiving I was doing the hustle, but i didn't have the results, and I could not figure out the difference and so it came to me where it was like it had to be mindset, totally. And so I came back, that was in April, by May, I had hired a life coach and like, it was the shift, the mindset piece I needed. So I continue, but here's what, here's what happened though. I continued working with the coach and I'm like, my favorite part of the week is the coach, right? not working my business, working with my coach. It was my best, it was my favorite part. And he kept asking me, you know, like, are you sure this is what you want? And, and he goes, I'm not trying to put ideas in your head, but I but you always have a pause here. Are you sure this is what you want? And it was enough to make me just start questioning and getting curious with myself. And the next thing I know, like, I don't know, like on a fr- Friday, I'm like, maybe I should be a health coach by Saturday. I'm signed up for classes. And then, <laughs> you know, there's no delay. Just jump right in. That's awesome. But the health coach, because my network marketing community had been health and wellness, I decided to do the health coaching. But I get in there and they have a life coach certification. And that was just like...
0: <laughs> I love that piece of your story. So, let's get into what we're going to talk about today. How do you see this coaching industry self-sabotaging? Like we we talk about it and I think everyone's heard that phrase before, but what does it actually look like?
1: Fear. It's fear. It looks like fear, it smells like fear. But what it is is I find it's it's passive actions. It is a lack of confidence, that self-sabotage comes when you don't know how to handle the challenges that come up. Mm. Let's just get there. We all, we've all had the launch, right? That just sucked unbelievable. And you plan the launch, you launch it and it's like crickets. There's no money made. And then what do you do the next month? Do you go into watching three weeks of Netflix or Do you just get curious and you realign and you start moving forward? That's the difference. And that is the (laughs) self-sabotage. You know, it's kind of like your reaction based out of fear. So when you are not moving your business forward and taking actions that might be a little scary, but instead you're choosing things that might be easy and not scary, that are comfortable, like updating the website again sending out another email, hiding behind your computer screen versus actually talking to people.
0: Mm -hmm. So it's really more like you were saying, how you respond to events that happen in your life. And I couldn't agree more because I think it's the moments that come after that really make or break you. And those reactions like totally shape your trajectory of your entire life. Yeah. I mean, being in business for
1: yourself, I mean, it's not going to be, there's not this arrival to success. Mm-hmm. You don't just like hit this peak of the mountain and you're there. That's not how that really works. It's this constant journey because every time you get to a new level, there's new devils and there's new mindset issues and you you are continually up-leveling. The choice is, are you going to up-level in a way that makes you more courageous, makes you more confident? Propels you forward, or are you going to wallow in the disappointments? Because the truth is, being an entrepreneur is being willing to fall on your face in front of people every day.
0: Yeah, literally. <laughs> <So> <laughs> yes,
1: true. yes. And so, if you're not willing to do that, you're not willing to grow. Right.
0: So, how does this actually impact the business? And not even the business, I want to have like a holistic conversation because this yeah. will impact your relationship, you know, the rest of your life, your marriage, the bottom line in your business, your finances. So what does that look like?
1: Well, the way I see it is when we have that little mean girl in our head to whispering to us, this shouldn't be this hard. This should be easy. You're not any good at this. If if you were going to be successful, this launch would have gone better. Obviously, you don't have what it takes. All those little mean things that we whisper to ourselves, the lies we start believing, what do those do to you? Think about it. You're waking up at night. You have your anxiety. Then when you show up to do your live videos, you show up to meet with your prospective client. You show up to host your challenge. You're coming then from a place of fear. You're coming from a place of anxiety versus confidence. And think about it like back when you were dating, who did you go out with? The guy who was anxious and nervous or the guy who held his head up and was confident in who he was? who were you attracted to? We're attracted to confidence.
0: It's almost like the ripple effect, right? Like it's like we have, exactly. it starts as a conversation in our mind, but then it starts to pour over into other areas of life. And something that just hit me as you were talking that I've never really compared it for is like those thoughts and phrases, It's it's like we're almost entitled like, oh, it should have gone better. I should be good at this. I should be swinging it out of the gate. And what what happens then is like people compare, it's it's a really cliche phrase, but like people compare their level one or two to someone else's level 15 or 16. And then it's almost like they feel entitled and that might be a different conversation. But I just had, I just kind of connected the dots there and thought, holy shit, I felt like that before.
1: Yeah, we all do. Like because we see people and they're like they we see the middle part of their journey where they have that one launch yeah. and they went from one client to 12 mm-hmm. one-on-one clients and you know $10,000 months or whatever it is you know i'm just throwing things out but what we don't see is the 2 years of mindset work, of personal development, of trying this business, tweaking it to that and changing here, trying this, building this course, having this challenge. We don't see all the things that led to that moment.
0: Something that I really feel like too is like you said, every level is a new devil. I've actually never heard of that. And I love that. And I have people in my DMs all the time that are like, Hey Taylor, like I love what you're do, but my mindset's rock solid. Like, I don't really think I need help. with, (laughs) You know what I mean? And it's like, Oh, honey, but that's a form of self sabotage too. Because if you think that there's no room for improvement, it's like, and some people might not even consider that self sabotage, they might flip it and look at it like I'm so confident. So we have to be really, really honest with ourselves about what's going on up in our head.
1: (laughs) Well, and confidence is not arrogance. So if your ego is telling you, I got this, I don't need to work on my mindset, sister, you fist in a fall. You just in a fall hard (laughs) because (laughs) you have to be working on your mindset. Think of the top entrepreneurs, Amy Porterfield, James Wedmore, all those top people. They constantly talk about mindset. Why? Because they're constantly working on theirs. They're constantly talking about self-care. Why? Because they realize they didn't get to where they were just doing the hustle alone. Yes, we have to have massive action, but you can't leave mindset behind you. You can't leave personal growth behind you. You can't leave your family behind you, right? Let's get this holistic. You cannot abandon your life because if you abandon the things that actually make you happy, like for me, sitting on the porch with my husband, watching the cars drive by and drinking a glass of wine at six o'clock in the evening makes me happy it makes me happy. I do. I have to do it every day. No, but I have to put those times into my life because if I don't getting to whatever level of success
0: I dream of is not worth it. If I leave behind the things that make me happy. So true. And there's a quote that I'm obsessed with. And it says something like if hustle led to income, we'd all be millionaires. And it's true. For real. Like, I mean, if hustle and the grind equivalent to the compensation like there would be so many more millionaires but it's deeper than that it's not just the doing like you're saying it's the behind the scenes stuff what's going on in your mind the conversations you're having with yourself the decisions you're making outside of your business and it all really impacts that so for our listeners because I'm all about like tangible and action oriented and I don't want to just like tell them a story I want to tell them how you can help them so how can listeners identify if they in fact do have these behaviors, which I'm sure 99% of them, like we actually a hundred because we all have these behaviors in some form or another, but how do we identify that? Oh, that's a good question. Let's see. Um, so first I would probably do is
1: do with one of my clients. If a, is that the wrong way to say it? <laughs> I taught English. Can you believe that? Um, <laughs> You, well, you have to start with just looking at what's going on in your life, you know, looking at maybe even the clutter, you know, are you a hot mess all the time? It is, because how you do one thing is how you do another. So if your house is completely trashed and disorganized, then probably your business is completely disorganized. Does that make sense? How you do one thing is how you do the other. If you constantly mm-hmm. start the dishes and never finish cleaning the kitchen, you're probably doing that in your business it, because... How we do one thing is how we do the other. So if you're constantly just dropping the ball on, like, let's say you start the dish, but you don't actually run the dishwasher, you're probably doing that in your business as well. So there's one thing. The other part is, so look at what, you know, look at your life, look at what's going on around you, how you're doing everything in life. Because like you said, holistic, how you're living life is how you're doing business, right? If your personal finances are a piece of crap, your business finances are a piece of crap. Right. Because- it goes all the way around. The next thing I do is I have to just look at, you know, what are the thoughts going on your, on your head? And the best way to figure that out is what are your emotions?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, You
1: know, what are your emotions? Do you get up and work your business going today? I get to do this and this is going to be exciting. Like today I'm on a podcast with Taylor Slango and I'm pumped. Or are you like, oh my gosh, I got another appointment today. Right. I really just want to watch Watch TV from bed. So what is your attitude with those things? And so identify your emotions or, or let me, let me give this example, because I think it's very common for entrepreneurs going live on Facebook or Instagram going live, right? What emotion does that bring out in you? If it is this pit of fear in your stomach, this anxiety and this nervousness, you're choosing that emotion. So what you have to do is go into what thoughts there. And I, and I'll, I had this happen to me. I was very confident with my Facebook lives, thought I was really growing in how I was doing them. And I had someone say something really ugly to me Uh, in person to my face, a a non-entrepreneur make fun of me doing Facebook lives. And it shook me to the core because it was someone I thought liked me, believed in me, supported me. And when that happened, it shook me so much that like for two weeks, I couldn't, myself together to do a facebook live
0: wow and okay let's pause for a second and just come together on this because let's all all the listeners even though we can't see it like virtual hand raise if anyone in your real life who is not an entrepreneur who you assumed would support you doesn't actually support you like that happens all the time and i have two words for you fuck fuck them because it does not matter. You cannot listen to it. I've had people in my life that I literally thought would bet my life savings on. They'd be my number one supporter. And when I started to establish myself in business, it was nothing but criticism. So I love that you're using this because again, that's just a whole nother side conversation, but I know that we can all connect on that and relate on that. So important, but go ahead.
1: It is. It is. And so We all have that. I had to figure out what stopped me because I started sabotaging myself, finding, I didn't just, I didn't have this conscious, I'm not going to do Facebook lives because my feelings are hurt and I'm embarrassed. Hmm. I had, oh, I'm not going to do that today. I think I'm going to just wait. And, you know, I had all, uh, instead, I think I'll just message some people. I'll just make this really good graphic instead. Or uh, you know what? I'll go live on my business page because there's nobody on there. Right? Mm. Compared to the personal or something like that. So I started making these excuses. That's sabotage. That is purposely fucking up your business.
0: (laughs) Best example you could use. I'm so happy we're having this conversation. (laughs) (laughs) But that's what it is.
1: And so I had to go, okay, then here's my life. My life coach part of me kicked in. And I went, okay, what am I feeling? Because it's real easy for us to identify our feelings. Identifying our thoughts is not as simple. But my feeling, my, I was afraid. I was a fearful that I would get back online and somebody would be making fun of me somewhere. Right. All right? That was, so the thought was, if I do a Facebook Live, someone's going to be making fun of me. And that hurts. I don't like that feeling. And my little critter brain's going, oh, hell no. We're not making another Live. Uh-uh. Protecting us. <laughs> You know that that animal part of us is like, nope, not doing it. (laughs) That's the mean girl. She's back there. That's your junior high girl going. Don't walk down the hall. Right. Don't make eye contact. And I had to go. Okay. Do I want to believe this? And I had to come to this place. Go. No. No. I'm not going to believe this. And I had to work through the thoughts of number one, she's not an entrepreneur. She doesn't get it.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Number two, obviously, she's not a really. She's not a friend to me. Truly. Bingo. And then number three, do I even like her still? <laughs> like- <laughs> no. Oh, so
0: good. So good.
1: Because that's not how you treat people. I don't go around making fun of people. You know, I see someone who does a really bad Facebook live and you know what? I'm like, good for you. Good for you for trying. You're going to get better. You keep going. I yeah. see someone post about their network marketing business. And I thought, my thought is, you know what? You go post about your business. You go learn, you go do mm-hmm. your thing because you're trying something, you're exploring all that's possible for
0: you. And that's the place you're in at that moment. Let's be real. It goes down in the Instagram DMs nowadays. In fact, 90% of my sales, and I've done well over six figures in sales and counting, come from my Instagram DMs. I've put together an entire roadmap and strategy with real screenshot examples for you to sell in the DMs. Go to taylorslango.com slash Instagram to grab your free copy. Okay, now back to the episode. And this almost feels like another example, and you can correct me if I'm wrong because you're the expert in this space. But like if you're one of those people who like is judging, whether you're judging people who are ahead of you, like, oh, she thinks she's so good, or judging people who you think are below you, like, oh, they have so much to learn, like that's another self sabotaging behavior because what that comes down to, you guys, is you're just projecting what you feel about yourself onto somebody else. So you don't have to look at it. And that's why. We come back to this concept of radical transparency and awareness because like Angela is saying with all of these wonderful examples that are so tangible to hold on to is like, we will convince ourselves of whatever it is when we don't want to face what's actually going on. So we make up these excuses, whether it's, you know, not showing up on a Facebook live and it's not not because I'm scared because I'm not scared. Fuck what they think. But yeah. So, you might think that that is the person that you're being, but your actions are actually deciphering who you are as a human being.
1: Yeah, we have to get to this place. You know, I'm not sure where your audience is on like manifestation and things like that, but here's the thing when you're trying to become something, you're trying to bring into your life the success you're dreaming of. It's not just your thoughts and it's not just your actions. And it's not just your emotions; it's all of those things have like this have to have like this perfect puzzle piece together to make things happen. Absolutely, you have to start managing your thoughts, and it's not hard. It's just practice. It's just practice. There's strategies out there. That's what I do with my clients when they have that mean girl that just keeps whispering. That's what we work on. We we work on those things so we stop half assing all those habits. Yeah, and you have to learn to manage your emotions, and I'm not saying become like a robot with no emotions. I'm saying, choose your feeling. You get to choose. If you, let's say you still have a full-time job in conjunction with your business. And every morning, cause I have I've had this happen where you wake up and that feeling of dread where you're ready to cry because you have to get up and go to a place you don't want to go.
0: Mm, we've all been there. All yeah. of yeah
1: Yes. And, but you get to choose. Do you want to then go through your day with dread? I mean, how is how the hell is that going to help you? Right. Or are you going to, to switch into having a joyful mindset, being grateful, be, having gratitude that you get to build this business and still have an income coming in as yeah. you're learning all the things. So you get to choose how you look at those things. We have to put all those puzzle pieces together, our mindset, our emotions, our actions, because the way it works is, Your thoughts determine your emotions, your emotions, drive your actions and your actions provide your results. If any one of those things gets out of alignment, it's not going to be happening for you. So what we have, we have all these entrepreneurs who want to just hustle, 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 and they leave out dealing with their emotions and their thoughts. They leave out the whole mindset piece, the personal growth piece, or they think just because they read a book for 30 minutes, three times a week that they've done personal growth.
0: Right. Or what I see in the coaching space with my clients, they try to reverse it. Like I'll be more excited when I sign my client, or like I'll have a more positive outlook, like when I'm out of this toxic work environment. And again, it's like, no, honey, no, no, no. (laughs) Like we have it so backwards. But what can what can our listeners do? What are some tips or tricks that you have to actually stop the self-sabotaging dead in its track?
1: Hmm. I would ask them a question. What is your personal growth plan? What is your plan to deal with the mindset piece? Because you have a marketing plan, right? Everybody, most of us have some type of marketing plan. And the truth is, is most marketing plans work or have worked for multiple people, right? Whosever plan you follow, because the funnels or the webinars or the launches, most of that is there. The difference is, the mindset piece the personal growth piece that you add to it that comes from you because you can't be a cookie cutter version of someone else. So you can take their marketing. You can take the copy. You can learn those things, but the mindset piece is where you plug in yourself where it becomes your program. Is that, am I making sense here? How we, how you use your intuition to design your own business in, in a sense, you know, totally. Yeah. So we have to find that way to connect that. So what is your plan? What is your plan? Just like we plan out our business, what is your plan to work on your mindset? What is your plan to deal with the nerves, the anxiety, the fears? And fears can come up in different ways. Fears, perfectionism is a fear. Mm. It's a fear of acceptance from other people.
0: And even tangibly, you know, this can look so many different ways and it will actually look very different for everyone. So maybe like you can journal it out if you're having a bad day. Like I know that for me, if I'm in a self-sabotaging place and I can feel that my mindset's getting the best of me and and there's our spirit inside that knows yes. our our mindset is bullshit. So when I feel that, I have a list of things that I can go to that I know will force me out of this place. I have two songs I'm actually going to do an episode on this eventually, but we pick words for the year and I this year I wanted to pick a song for the year too and it's just like your pump-up song because I really believe like physically changing your yes can change your mental state. So I know that if I listen to a certain amount of... Um, Sounds like Tony Robbins. Oh my God. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah, literally. yeah. <laughs> he might've said that. So we'll quote him if, that, if I stole that from him. He's like in my brain. <laughs> well, I went to his thing this last summer and that's, that's a big part of it is that constant
1: music and it changes your... I mean, music, movement actually change your state. Yeah. And so that's, a, that's perfect what you're saying. It's perfect.
0: Yeah. So if I jump on my piano or do a workout or just honestly get some fresh air, like step outside for 15 minutes, I mean, those things you really undervalue and underrate until you're in the moment and force yourself to do them and you'll feel better. And what I found for myself, and I'm not speaking for everyone, but... Sometimes I know that they're going to help me, but my mind is like, but I don't want to feel better. I want to pow. I want to just sit in this for a couple of minutes. You know what I mean? And that is the time to literally force yourself into something that's going to get you out of that state of mind. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I love that you said outside because that's one of mine. That's
1: mm-hmm. one of mine. When I tell it, it's changed, it's basically changed my environment. You know, get out of my house, get out of the office, yeah. get out of the kitchen or whatever, wherever. wherever. And I go outside. I put my feet in the grass. Yep. I breathe, take time breathing, doing a meditation. I'm big. I'm a huge meditator. I I love meditating. And to take time to do a guided meditation or even just to sit in silence, like you said, it didn't even have to be long, eight minutes, 15 minutes. Right. It puts me in another place. And then something as simple as taking time to remember a happy memory, maybe that has nothing to do with work or has nothing to do with what's got me upset, like my boys giggling and laughing or, or a memory I have of mine are usually all centered around my kids. Once I can pull up something with my kids and I'm, I have those memories or something with my husband, a, a, a special moment with him, I'm able to put my mind in a place of love and gratitude Yes, and it changes everything else so it that you know it that's that's when you start silencing that mean girl when you go you know what i get it you're not feeling you're not feeling it right now you want to go hide under the covers i get it right but we're going to go over here and we're going to do this and because well here's what you have to remember our mean girl is not out to harm us she's trying to protect us right? right our inner voice that inner critic that inner voice is trying to protect us from something and so you have to go okay thank you thank you trying to protect me from going on a Facebook live today however here's what I do know let's go out there and take a deep breath because this really is good for us and it does help grow our business Mm -hmm. and so you have to kind of I don't know I sometimes I just talk to mine like like she's a 14 year old girl in my head and like she just needs a reminder it's okay we're okay I got this
0: love it (laughs) yeah (laughs) And I think a thing to remember too, because I know my audience, they're like very, very ambitious and sometimes they might beat themselves up over it. And it's like, you guys, when we're talking, and this is such a deep conversation that I want to like keep it a little bit surface level or else we'll be talking for hours is like, (laughs) um, those thoughts that mean girl, like that piece of you, that's not you, Like that's not you inherently, that's not you intuitively, that's not you spiritually. That is a piece of you that has been conditioned to think a certain way. And it was something that you did not have control over. And the part of you that makes you, you is the part that's deep down that knows what you have to do and makes that decision in the moment to do that thing anyway, even when your mind is trying to keep you down.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Our our it's it's this subconscious thing and it's not even aware of anything else going on. It doesn't see all the pieces of the puzzle. It's completely just in how do I protect us? How do I, you know, feed us, clothe us, keep us safe. Yep. (laughs) It's so basic. And so it doesn't see the whole pieces of the puzzle. It doesn't, it's not rational. Right. It doesn't rationalize anything. And so you have to put it into a place where you can or move yourself into a place where you can calm that and move back into rational thinking. Yeah. We've all had that time. Like you're, you're so mad at your husband and you can't eat. You like, (laughs) I've had this, maybe everybody else has. (laughs) You're so mad. And you know you're not even being rational
0: Yes, yeah. any longer with what you're saying, but you can't stop yourself. <laughs> oh my gosh, I've had this and thank God my husband has learned to like call me out on my bullshit because the moment he says something like, Taylor, you've had a crappy day at work, but why are you taking it out on me? Like he's that like mirror to be like, oh shit, I am being a fucking bitch right now and it has nothing to do with him. So like totally- <laughs> I'm so there. I'm
1: so there. And my my husband's so laid back and
0: but he's kind of that same way. Like, fine, he's like, Are you done? <laughs> <laughs> and then we laugh and it's good. But the thing I think to remember too is like gratitude and judgment can't really coexist.
1: No, they can't. I love that. I love and neither can fear. When you're living in gratitude, love, joy, you're not living in fear. Yeah. And so that was the other thing, the other tip I had, you know, other than find a way. I don't even know what all chips. I didn't list them out. So I'm not even sure where we are. You have to shift into confidence. You have to shift into courage. You have to move out of the fear that is causing the sabotage. You have to move out of the self critiquing that's mm-hmm. causing that sabotage. And you have to find a way to move into courage, move into daring, move into confidence. Cause when you step into that courage, that's, what's going to build your confidence. And like you said earlier, the example of, well, I'll feel more excited about this when I have more customers. I'll feel better about this when I have more customers. Well, sister, if you're walking in fear and anxiety and, and a negative attitude, guess what? You're not getting a new customer, right? Not. No. Nobody's attracted to that. The confidence attracts, the daring attracts, the courage attracts, yeah. the joy, the gratitude, those attract and I mean, just think about who you like to be friends with. When you go somewhere and you hang out, are you going to sit there and listen to a negative Nelly? No. We all find a way to move, get up from the
0: couch and go stand somewhere else. We all do. Yeah. I have two more, too, that I'm just thinking of. This is such a good conversation. Um, another thing that has really worked for me is being really rational. So, like, if I'm having that, let's go back to your Facebook Live example. Yes. Like, Let's say that Susan, and I haven't talked to Susan since we were in 11th grade, which is a very long time ago. And Susan was a bitch in high school and she's like at her job and we haven't really talked a lot and she has no idea about online business and she has no idea what it's like to go live on Facebook. It's like, okay, (laughs) let's look at Susan here and ask ourselves like factually Like, does that really matter? Does her opinion matter? No. Like, is she in a place in her life where she's probably projecting some stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Like, does this have to do with me or does this have everything to do with her? And just being really factual, that will get me out of that place. But another thing, and this is something that I totally got from Tony Robbins, but it works and I was so resistant to doing it at his event. It's like, if you write down those thoughts that you're having And then you go in the mirror and you put both fingers in your nose and literally (laughs) mock yourself. Did you do this at his event? Yes. (laughs) Like I'm telling (laughs) you, you will have no choice but to realize how ridiculous you're being. And then every time you start to have those thoughts again, what you're going to think of is like yourself looking like a dumbass in the mirror and it's going to bring you laughter and joy and it's going to feel so much lighter. And that's just another way of like reconditioning yourself out of that space.
1: I love that so much. And that goes right back into, we've all heard it. You know, would you say that to a child? Are you saying things to yourself you would not say to another human? Right. Yeah. And yeah, you have to decide. <laughs> the good thing is you get to decide, are you going to keep thinking that? Are you going to keep saying those things to yourself? Yeah. And and I'm not saying I'm perfect by any means. Lord, I, ha- I have my issues. I work on them constantly, uh, but I'm so much further on my journey now that I was, and I enjoy the process of working on it, and so that's what I'm saying with our business. Our, it's so important to find this place where you are stopping that self sabotage and start enjoying the growth. Business is not about this end success arrival moment. Right. Yeah, it's about that journey and finding. When you find a way to enjoy that journey, even with the challenges, then you that's when you're really going to find success. That's when it's going to start all lining up for you, when you're not going to worry about every little thing and you're just going to
0: go, well, it's life's working for me, not against me. We'll see how this turns out. So good. So good. This whole conversation was so good. Um, so where can my listeners find you and connect with you more? I think you have a freebie for them. So why don't you give us your little spiel?
1: Yes, yes, yes. So connect with me. I have a freebie and it's um, silence your inner mean girl. So www.silenceyourmeangirl.com. You can just click there and get my freebie. It's about being competent and silencing the inner mean girl. It's all the things you need to do to start moving forward. So you can start being who you need to be to find your success, but you can also reach me. I'm most active on Facebook. I have, a am on Instagram, but I keep going back to Facebook. It's my place. I think.
0: Love it. Embrace I know. It. Yeah.
1: And so I have a, a group on there. What's it called? <laughs> female on no female coach connection. Let's see. I don't even know. Um, That's I just, okay. The we'll link it in, in the, the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> So, but I'm on there all the time. I try to do, and I try to do a lot of Facebook lives and I'm trying to get real consistent on my time so you can plan it and be there. That's my thing. So, yeah. So good. That's me. Just come connect. Just have fun. Let's come connect.
0: Yes connect collaborate thank you so much for being a guest you guys if you love this episode and i know you all did because we all struggle with this screenshot this episode put it on instagram stories tag me and angela and we'll be sure to repost but thank you guys so much for listening angela thank you again and we will see you guys next episode thank you that's a wrap if you loved this episode be sure to screenshot it post it on your instagram story and tag me To stay up to date on all things Aligned and Ambitious, make sure you're subscribed to the show and I'm always so grateful when you leave a review. New episodes drop every single Monday and during the in-between, you can find me hanging out on Instagram. So I hope to connect with you over there and I'll see you next week.